Hi, this is Cliff Kriego for the picture-poems.com website in the circle in the square. Thanks for tuning in. I wanted to do another streamside introduction to a new piece. The piece is called uh, Anaphora. That's a somewhat unusual word nowadays, but in the time of William Shakespeare, it uh, simply uh, meant uh, you would learn that in your classical uh, Latin rhetoric at school uh, for repetition, a coming round of a uh, phrase. And in this case, it means the coming around of uh, um, an orchestral ensemble with a certain collective, what you say in music, uh, tutti, collective, uh, altogether sound. Anaphora. Well, let's let's listen a little bit. What I wanted to talk about is um, this is that new species of piece that I've been doing uh, for the past year and a half. And uh, as frequently happens with new personal discoveries, uh, it came very unexpected and as a kind of uh, urgent necessity. Um, the other pieces that are related to this um, are Enemy of the State, Devil's Triangle, Border Wall. You can hear they all have um, uh, hot topic uh, political uh, themes. And the other thing that they share in common is, um, there's no word for it, so I'll improvise. It's not uh, street poetry. First and foremost, in contrast to what you hear right now, this is Cliff, and I'm sitting here next to a stream. It's the 21st of July. I'm at Heartbreak Meadow Base Camp, and it's hot as hell, but not nearly as bad as this massive heat wave that's going on now um, back east. There's an incredibly uh, fast uh, jet stream, unprecedented overhead, uh, more what you would expect in the depths of winter. And uh, as I've mentioned before, um, I do many different species of music in many different species of writing philosophy in poetry. Now, personally, I don't think that's at all unusual because it all has to do with uh, the problems uh, you're dealing with in terms of challenge. So a problem is like a mountain. Gee, that's an interesting mountain. Let's give that a whirl and see if you can find a pass or get to the top. Well, um, a species collects together certain characteristics. Well, a key one of this one, I don't have a name for the species yet, maybe you can help, is that it uses a choir, usually of eight or nine voices, and uh, the choir is composed, all female, of uh, technically uh, synthesized uh, speech. So they're not singing, it's like a Greek uh, chorus that's uh, 
not chanting either. It, it's simply uh, uh, a declamation of the text. And as I've written about, but never quite done in this kind of introduction, um, there's a reason why that is necessary. So let's pause a moment. It's almost completely windstill. This is an Oregon blue sky and wonderfully free of smoke. It is getting deep into July, so the past three or four years have already been smoke-filled by this time in July. So let's listen to the water a little bit. So what we're doing right now is say you came up or down to visit here at Heartbreak Meadow and uh, we're interested in natural history, wild crafting, Native American history, medicinal herbs, forestry, whatever. And, um, of course, this is an era when we uh, have only a very, very minimal relationship with Mother Earth, and most especially with the uh, plants. So if we were to do a natural history walk, basically uh, my approach is that uh, they're all marvelous uh, accidents, as you say in the Zen tradition, you simply start walking without thinking about it and knowing where you're going to go. And uh, plants simply appear <laughs> along the way. And so you look at things, you nibble on things, you collect things, you admire things, you perhaps make photographs. But this is basically an unknown landscape for many of us. And so it's marvelous fun. And so it brings out the child, young or old, in all of us. And uh, we see uh, it's a marvelous book that we haven't been paying attention to and bothered to even open, let alone read in a sustained and serious way. So uh, what we're doing right now with Anaphora, it has a subtitle. I can't quite get the rhythm right. Sometimes it takes a while to birth things. It doesn't all just come out at once. Um, anaphora. Or the tyrant as invasive species. And then you can uh, make it longer, and that's never a good idea. But uh, anaphora. Or the tyrant as invasive species of human being. Or you can make it even longer by saying, in Afro, we got that. <laughs> or the tyrant as perennial invasive species of human being. That's interesting, isn't it? Because there's always a tendency to be to desire 
to be too precise. And that's frequently not uh, to our musical advantage. So let's just listen to the header here. Them to plowshares, beat their swords. Oh Lord, our ruler. And into plowshares, beat their swords. Of course, from the Bible. And into plowshares, beat their swords. Oh Lord, our ruler. Herr, unser Herrscher. That's from the Johannes uh, Passion. And all of these uh, pieces that we've collected together, the enemy of the state, O Lamb of the Lord, Agnus Dei, they, um, their theme, again, we're just walking at random <laughs> and picking up things as we go along. And it's... It's wonderful in a way because all of these things are unknowns. So the deeper we go into it, the more we discover and the more we become energized by the discovery and then want to learn more. That's how music and living sound works. And into plowshares beat their swords. O Lord, our ruler. So the texts are a collection following the uh, Bhagavad Gita of the demonic and the divine. And uh, I'm taking that both literatively, figuratively, and as an actual movement of energy. And it's normally just one phrase, one thought, um, and they're... Um, composited from all over um, the cultural landscape. And then they're just put, you would think, um, without rhyme or reason at random next to each other. And the reason I do that is to have, uh, it's really quite remarkable, a random web of relationships that really isn't random. And uh, taking the listener so we're going on a walk together and it's both very labyrinthian that means difficult in a challenging way just the same way as a mountain is difficult listening to music is not just sitting back and having some sort of catharsis emotionally it can be that but it can also be uh, um, exploring the unknown and learning um, just like the plants the unknown the wilderness of sound so into plowshares beat their swords now where does it go from here Percussion voices. Oh Lord, our ruler. <laughs> 
A belief is purely an individual matter, and you cannot and must not organize it. If you it becomes dead, crystallized, it becomes a creed, a sect, a religion, to be imposed on others. So, there's our, what we're calling divine, without any reference to what we think of as uh, gods or gods but to intelligence and to truth. So there's one phrase that's worth a whole lifetime of spiritual uh, discipline and inquiry. That's from the Indian philosopher, mystic, Jiru Krishnamurti, the one that had that decades-long dialogue uh, with the physicist, scientist, philosopher, David Bohm. He appears in the stream as, w- as well. So we'll listen to the water. It's a stream, a flow. And maybe you can get, you see, when you have uh, synthetic speech, uh, first and foremost, for... Um, in terms of computer technology, that's a tremendous accomplishment to be able to go from text to speech. So we're honoring that, and we're making it into a whole Greek uh, choir. And rhythmically, not necessarily in terms of the sound yet, but rhythmically, it's possible to get this voice, I, I mean, I have to rehearse it and work with it to get the rhythm and the pause and just everything just right, uh, the instrumental ensemble around it. Um, but it can uh, have remarkably uh, good, beautiful rhythm because it makes pauses, it speaks more slowly, and it's also, in a way, talking about what we've lost in terms of our loss of humanity in love and not just culture generally but especially in the arts both poetry and music and don't forget Anaphora is a perfect example that I don't make a sharp difference between poetry and music or even philosophy So this is a lot of heavy-duty text coming in one after the other. So we've just had Jiru Krishna. What's coming up now? The ensemble, by the way, is just a very small, it's probably like, uh, if you were to do this live, you could. But you'd need a couple conductors, and, you know, it's very complex and expensive. And for the time being, uh, for this kind of thing, obviously you couldn't do this synthetic speech, so we would lose that. So the computer is, just by the fact that it's a computer, is reflecting on humanity, our use of the voice, the demonic and the divine. So where does it go from here? For the trouble with lying and deceiving is that their efficiency depends entirely upon a clear notion of the truth. A clear notion of the truth. Well, that's Hannah Arendt. And it goes on. This is very beautiful. That the liar and deceiver wishes to hide. In this sense, 
uh, it's a, there's a choir of them that I frequently use, all pitch high to low. And um, percussionists, uh, I've worked with, I had the privilege to work with many. Um, there's a whole technique of playing just that drum. And this is a high one. So you're playing very quickly with the sticks. So it becomes a noisy, uh, very buzzy, intense sound that's wonderful because you can um, um, change uh, the uh, loudness so that it's very dynamic and moving, that sort of thing. Um, and it fe it's featured throughout the piece. It's like it's calling, he or her, the performer, is calling to the rest of the orchestra to wake up. And let's see what we're going to hear now. See, that's straight out of a dictionary. See how this, like a, a random mix. So in that randomness, there are marvelous accidents. Because even though after this piece is only about... Uh, five or six weeks old, but I listen to it all the time. And I'm learning the text by heart. And to be honest, when I wrote the piece, I didn't know the piece by heart. Because I, uh, there's a certain urgency in writing these pieces to get them out there. And that's my feeling. Uh, because just like in the time of Hannah Arendt, when the curtain will go down on uh, democratic freedom, well, that could happen in a heartbeat at any moment. And that's a worldwide uh, possibility now. So we're living in tremendously dynamic, exciting times. And these pieces have a certain urgency about them. That's my feeling. And uh, it's healing for me personally because of the expression. It's like the saying, you get it off your chest. Otherwise, you'll have nightmares. <laughs> and uh, it's the power of the sound. This, you know, I'm playing this with a little sun to sound setup that I talked about the last time. So it's a very minimalist uh, sound. And I'm just improvising. I could be multi-tracking, but I couldn't be bothered with that. It's too nice a day. And uh, we're gonna run out of sunlight pretty soon here, so we gotta move along. And uh, so, Kakastaka, Stocracy, that's a possible word, a government by the worst. Well, we have that, obviously. I'm not quite so fond of that word. It's just the Greek root, kaka, for poop. And uh, <laughs> that uh, it's much worse than that. It's much worse than government by the worst. It's an illegitimate government. Um, in the same sense that if a bus driver, that uh, say you're on a bus with 30 children and also uh, 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 their parents and whatnot, and, and you discover that the uh, bus driver is going to run it straight off a cliff. Well, that's our illegitimate government. They're in almost every single regard doing exactly uh, the wrong, the most destructive thing. And in the U.S., that includes the, so I call them Reb Dims, Dim Rebs. So it's like the difference between Coca-Cola and Pepsi. Name your poison, the Democrats and the Republicans. I don't support any of them. Um, 
But be that as it may, working in Africa. So let's see, where do we go from here? Kekistocracy. Kekistocracy. Government by the worst element of a society. It's so terrible. What is happening? Now we've reached the first center. There are two centers in the piece. And a lot of the stuff, uh, that's why you could call it street poetry, although that's not what I intend. So help me, what should we call these pieces? There are citations. This is a, a quote of the current occupant of the White House that was so appalling. This is already two, two and a half months ago that... In any normal um, society, um, brother occupant of the White House would be ushered off, and um, I'm very much against the punishing people, but the, in need of help and therapy, and certainly not the shouldn't be the driver of the bus. So the illegitimate government. Well, what would you do? It's like that one piece. Um, what would you do? The Earth asked. What's right action? Well, uh, what we're doing right now is part of it, so we're exploring the power of uh, sound and movement in poetry. Now, this quote uh, from uh, the current occupant of the White House, that illegitimate brash dandy of a self-centered delusional psychopath, that's 23 steps, um, it's horrifying. And to bring out the horror... These are one of the defining uh, features of these pieces, the enemy of the state, border wall, devil's triangle, um, is that uh, they're multilingual. They're, they're a mix of languages. And in the future, I, I hope to bring that out even more. So listen to this because it modulates into French. And I don't really understand why I do that. But I find it tremendously moving uh, because this, the words that are spoken, I experience as coming from the energy of collective consciousness. Is it, imagine a cloud, not the computer cloud that uh, Amazon controls or whomever, but a cloud of energy that is uh, part of our consciousness. So you would tune into it even if you did not read papers. And that comes back to our demonic and divine. Now most of that, don't forget we're out here in the circle of life, nature. We haven't heard a single slam of a door or car. <laughs> uh, there's no noise here. That means something that interrupts, that's a break, that fragments wholeness. We're not defining it, we're just describing it on a walk you know, together through this piece. There's no noise. Demonic and divine. Well, let's listen to this. The left plays a tougher game. It's funny. I actually think that the people on the right are tougher. Okay, I have the support of the police. The support of the military. 
Je pense en fait que les gens à droite sont plus difficiles. D'accord J'ai le soutien de la police, le soutien de l'armée, le soutien de la BIC et Fort Trump, j'ai les durs, mais ils ne jouent pas dur jusqu'à ce qu'ils atteignent un certain point, et alors ce serait très mauvais, très mauvais. Occupant of the White House to I have simplified democracy and it fills me with absolute horror. That's uh, a beautiful passage from Mein Kampf, my struggle, Adolf Hitler. And don't forget in Germany, Mein Kampf was uh, forbidden literature until just, uh, what was it, uh, two or three years ago. And, and I didn't even know that. I just saw that and also in Holland. So for a full 70-plus years, um, they don't have a First Amendment. And like uh, Noam Chomsky says, well, the First Amendment, freedom of expression, is uh, in a way uh, absolute. And I agree. I don't think that should be permitted, that you make uh, books uh, illegal. But uh, that's the theme of another dialogue. Um, but this passage, and to be honest, I've never struggled through my struggle, my come. But there's a Stern magazine uh, cover of the current occupant of the White House. When fascism comes to North America, it will be wrapped in a flag and uh, cross. Well, um, those two elements of Trump wrapped in a flag doing the uh, Hitler salute. Well, is it that bad? Yes. Worse. And that's why the government is totally illegitimate. So that's what we're talking about. And now, so Trump and Hitler side by side. Let's listen. We're continuing with uh, my struggle, Mein Kampf. It's a Tutti collective percussion. They're all playing together. That's the note of truth somehow. The nation and the government are one thing. The will of the people is the will of the government and vice versa. The will of the people is the will of the government and vice versa. See, that's very clear what Hitler is saying there. I have the modern structure of the state is a higher form of democracy. The modern form of the state is a higher form of democracy. Of course, if you look at the logic, that none of it is true. <laughs> but it's very uh, self-deceptive. 
in something very similar to this. Next time we're going to be talking about um, uh, Wallace, the uh, American, the uh, vice president of uh, during the Second World War in Roosevelt, his fantastic uh, prescient piece, American Fascist. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. And we're running out of sun. But at least we've made it to uh, Mein Kampf. I have simplified. I want that rhythm to go straight through the heart. Democracy. A noble democracy in which, by virtue of the people's mandate, the government is exercised authoritatively while there is no possibility for parliamentary interference to obliterate and render ineffective the execution of the nation's will. See, that's how the current illegitimate uh, government uh, behaves. Because they figure, you know, all this uh, pseudo-democracy, that's only during, um, that's the projected reality. But the truth behind that projected reality, just in the simple sense, not in the deep sense of truth, but just in the sense of factual, what they actually do, well, they figure once they get in there, then they uh, pass out the uh, favors to the moneyed interests to help them get there in the first place. So uh, we could really say that political parties, just like organized religion and churches, have not only become um, obsolete, uh, but they have become blocks of freedom, democracy, and most especially intelligence in what uh, I'm referring to as truth and function. So that's our Hitler. Where do we go from, from here? Oh, great love, oh, love beyond measure. Oh, great love, oh, love beyond measure. So now we're back in the divine. That's from uh, the uh, Johannes Passion, Johannes Sebastian Bach. That brought you to this path of martyrdom. I lived with the world in delight and joy, and you had to suffer. The passions are the story, St. Mark, St. Uh, how do you say it in English, not Matthew, St. Uh, John, they're telling the story of Christ. And uh, to this day, it's a central feature of musical uh, European art, uh, musical tradition. The passions are played uh, every year in Europe, especially in Holland magnificent performances in the uh, Easter time. The only thing that really matters is that there be an action of goodness, love and intelligence in the living. Goodness, love and intelligence in living. That's not quite this money and power that's all the current occupant. That uh, The American fascism has almost no ideology to it in, in the sense of a better world. It's mostly money 
control and power. And then with all the racism and xenophobia thrown in. So where does it go from here? It's so terrible. Now, what is happening? An Afro, right? So it comes around in a cyclical way. So now we're going to repeat that incredible... I have the support of the police, the support of the military, the support of the bikers for Trump. What on earth is he talking about? <laughs> that, you see, what is being sketched is the scenario that uh, they, he would lose um, an ostensibly democratic uh, election. He's the 45th president of the United States. And Americans can be rightly very proud that all transitions of government have been peaceful. Now, anyone in the office who suggests that there would be violence if they were unelected or impeached or so that's absolutely beyond beyond the pale. That means outside of the uh, of the fence of civilization. It's much worse than that. And don't forget Hitler came, what was that, 90% of the vote on Time Magazine as Man of the Year twice. We'll talk about that more later. But how does it go? So we're going to repeat it. Now we're going to modulate into German. You know, the left plays a tougher game. It's funny. I actually think that the people on the right are tougher. Okay. You see, this whole thing about left and right in American politics is uh, like we don't see politics. We see our map of politics. It has many distortions which lead us astray. Well, the concept of left and right will certainly lead you astray. The primary concept in democracy is truth and function. You have to look at what this means for the widest possible concept. So when you're confronted with crises like runaway militarism and runaway climate uh, breakdown, what are we doing to address that, those facts? What are we doing to correct? Well, nothing. We're just making it worse. So let's listen. It's going to modulate. I have the support of the police, the support of the military, the support of the bikers for Trump. I have the Tush people, but they don't play it until they go to a certain point. Ich habe den harten Leute, aber sie spielen nicht hart, bis sie zu einem bestimmten Punkt gehen, und dann wäre es sehr schlecht. Sehr schlecht. Aber die Linke spielt es niedlicher und zäher. that uh, there are many things we could call attention to, just like on our walk. But the whole point is to do a little walk and then you pick it up the next time, right? You can't do everything. But there are waves, if you've probably noticed, 
that go from very complex sound composites to a very pure, simple sound. And that generates a wonderful movement. And uh, so it's going from a very complex sound and listen to it, it goes to a very simple sound. Truth is an eternal movement, and so cannot be measured in words or in time. Now is that true? Truth is an eternal movement, so it cannot be measured in words in time. That's again Jiru Krishnamurti. Well, that's very similar to what the Buddhist in, in the great Hindu yoga Sanskrit uh, Patanjali tradition the ground of truth is beyond uh, what we can think about so imagine putting that we have a, a space now that's very rich demonic and divine and we're putting these things right next to each other to get hyper clear about truth and where we're headed and why we're being misled and what is doing that. Let's listen. Is that snare drum? Isn't that a beautiful sound? The individual is the little condition miserable, frustrated entity, satisfied with his little gods and his little traditions, whereas a human being is concerned with the total welfare, the total misery and total confusion of the world. Fascist? Oh great love, oh love beyond measure. Get used to saying the word, I'm going to be doing the Henry Wallace thing that uh, um, American fascist fascist that was introduced by Mussolini and there's always um, a reluctance to use it in English because of the um, Holocaust and I think we have to get over that uh, because what we have is a genus fascism and then the species American so American fascism and all American fascism very different than what happened in Germany and yet in the in terms of violence, in terms of power, in terms of control, and especially the pollution of public discourse, the war on truth. There's nothing more despotic, nothing more evil than that, because truth is the very bread of democracy, the very water of democracy. And it uh, cannot like uh, the great Karl Popper used to say, uh, we cannot tolerate intolerance. He also fled the Nazis in Austria. Listening to the water. So anaphora, so you can see where we're anaphora is that the tyrant never goes away. The tyrant is in me, in you. And it's a part of thought in our consciousness, whether we like it or not. Because of the way the destructive, divisive nature of our thought and thinking. So in becoming aware of that, 
you stop giving it energy. Giving energy to the tyrant. But it's not out there. So it's not primarily a question of resistance. It's a question of deep uh, understanding. Of slowing down long enough to really understand what the hell is going on. I have the support of the police. I have the support of the military. The someone, any president up until 45 who would have said that would have been stopped dead cold. But we've degenerated to the point that there things like that come out every day. Oh, let's move on. To this path of martyrdom, I lived with the world Back in delight to the and joy. Passion. Um, you had to suffer. You had to suffer. Freed of destructive misinformation, so that creativity can be liberated. Conflict is not in the feeling of being in love. The feeling of being in love is literally without conflict. There is no loss of energy in being in love. God and the void are one. When the executive tries to seize legislative power, usurper in chief, cacophonia from cacophonia. When the executive tries to usurp legislative power, that's an impeachable offense. Very profound insight. It's from the Federalist Papers. Harsh sounding. Cacophony. So it ends with a snare drum, and that's where we're going to end. And after us, so there's the beginning of it. We'll sound out with that. So I'll put a link with this little stream side uh, intro. And uh, spread the word. There's a lot in these pieces. And uh, thanks for walking along on our little uh, living sound uh, walk. There's a lot to go into, isn't there? Ciao for now. This is Cliff signing off for picturepoems.com. And, and you cannot, you must